Welcome to Campfire Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome campers to this week's Fireside Chat. This week we have a very special treat. Two guys who have been on the show multiple times in the past, I'm sure you're all familiar with Jonathan Dodd and Matthew Shang. But this time, they came on for a very special conversation, so we sat down and discussed an absolutely incredible encounter that they had recently in rural Chautauqua County in western New York. This was an absolute blast, and hearing about this, I mean, life-altering experience that these two guys had, it was genuinely inspirational. Matt and John are dear friends of the show, and you should absolutely go and support them in everything they do. Get those links in the show notes. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this fireside chat with Matthew Shang and Jonathan Dodd. All right, Matt, John, welcome back to the show. What's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah, Us. always. I'm stoked to have you guys back on. Yeah. When was when was the last time I was I was on? Ooh, I forgot. I think it was a while back. I think it's right been a few a months. Fireside chat, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was on. Yeah, that was a that was a few months ago. Yeah. It hasn't honestly been that long for either of you, but I yeah, that's true. had you guys back on because you, for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you. So you guys were in New York and you had an experience. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah. Did we ever? <laughs> yeah. So I want to hear this story. Absolutely. All right. So uh, yeah, you want to start out? Yeah, we'll start her out. So we had just enjoyed a lovely day at Sherman Day, which is a uh, they were they were celebrating their bicentennial. So, um, for people who don't know, that means nine hundred years of bicentennial <laughs> means nine hundred. <laughs> They're celebrating two hundred years, right? So uh, they had a town celebration, and uh, Jonathan did this beautiful, majestic poster, and uh, he came on up to Western New York to hang out for the weekend. We did a bunch of cool shit. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Matt and Kate put me up in their house. Yeah. They gave me my own room mm-hmm. and my own bathroom. And um, Kate made a whole bunch of scones. So I was eating scones and oh, drinking shit. beer and I'd go to New York for out scones. watching horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was a good time. And then, yeah. yeah, Sherman Day was awesome, too. Like, it was so much fun. They, like, they had us in the parade, the Sherman Day Parade. So yeah. we and Matt are in this Corvette, and they're and we're just throwing candy at children the yeah. whole time. It was so cool. It was so cool. I could like hit kids without getting in trouble. It was pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the children even thanked you they after thanked hitting them. Me. I, I hit them with hard candies. They were root beer barrels. Let me know. That's the only candy I'll ever give out. Uh. Um, but but it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were in the, and then they like stopped us right the 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 thing stopped and then they were just like they're just like uh 
authors of the or whatever of of um of the white monsters of Sherman, New York. We have Jonathan Dodd and Matthew Shang and Michael Strayer in this and this and this car driven by this and this and this person. And it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. A little like local got, recognition. Yeah, and that that book had already been getting a bunch of buzz. We have it in a couple shops in Sherman, mm-hmm. and they've sold out. We've had to replenish them a few times. And the uh, the the mayor, she's super. She was super hyped on the book. She's the one who let us in uh, in the original interview with John Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um into the like community center she unlocked the doors for us and um yeah it was it was just really cool they were just like hyped that there were there were like people who wrote a book about sherman yeah let me just say before you move on you guys did a thing with that book that i i found like personally inspirational and is something that when we release our book i fully plan on doing which is the fact that you guys went around from local library to library, donated copies of your book. I thought that was incredible. Yep. Yep. I think libraries are a very special place. Yeah. Every time I go into one, each one is, is different, but, um, they're very special. Um, as a kid, I spent a lot of time in, um, in libraries so it it just made sense and and we just wanted again we just want this story uh released to the masses and and yeah and chautauqua county just you know it means a whole lot to us you know we 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 love it here um so we we made that we we hit up every single library in chautauqua county and donated a book and just talked with the the librarians and they were super excited that's um, awesome. That's so cool. Because yeah. growing up, libraries were were very special to me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were a place to kind of uh, kind of escape, and um, and it was just all of the knowledge, like all uh, just like you could sit and read, you could learn. It was just like it's a very special. Yeah. It's a very special place. It was for me personally. It was like a safe space before safe spaces. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, I was. Yeah. You could always go in the library. I remember like a literal scene from a Stephen King book. I remember a time when like I saw some kids who were always assholes to me mm-hmm. as I was like walking down the sidewalk and I like turned a corner, went straight in the library. Mm-hmm. Like this is a place I can go where they won't, where they can't fuck like with a, me. That's a scene from never ending story. Yes. Yeah. It's also absolutely. a scene from, from it. Yeah, yeah, and from, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's a re- that's real shit, dude. Like, yeah. it's yeah. Libraries are awesome. So I I was really excited to to see that you guys did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. It was it was so much fun. Um, and we're actually going to be doing some like uh, some uh, readings of the book. We're gonna we're gonna read the book to some kids and hand out free books to them and i think it'll it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time i'm i i i would love to do other counties around us but chautauqua county is where it happens happened is happening (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll get yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. So you guys do this parade, you do mm-hmm. the, the right. festival. How, where does it go from here? Right, so um, after after that, we... Where did we go? We didn't go to... We went and got pizza. Yeah, we got pizza. pizza yeah, perfect pizza in Lakewood, New York. It's the best pizza, best wings you'll Shout ever out. have. Dude, they're top-notch. Nice. Uh, and then... Um, and then after... After that, did we go get beers somewhere? I feel like, well, so after that, no, no, we um, we knew that we were going to go do a night investigation. We wanted to go into right. the swamp on the mm-hmm. rails to trails, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we decided that we needed weaponry <gasps> oh, hell and yeah. lights. So where do you go to get your last-minute tactical gear? Um, Walmart? Absolutely, my friend. We went to exactly. Walmart. Yep. <laughs> we went to Walmart. I was like, is this tactical? Is this tactical? And we were just like <laughs> big ass knives and like, <laughs> you know. I actually purchased does. a large machete. He did. Um, I felt very and safe. We had, we had a really big flashlight. Oh, um, yeah. That was it was like, like a, a million lumens or something. I'm not like a, I'm not like science or whatever but that was probably like 30 million <laughs> lumens i would say yeah. probably it's probably the most you could get at walmart yeah I would say. <laughs> the most tactical that was pretty tactical you know we were thinking we should we should have gotten some like some fishing vest because sure. those can look tactical right if yeah. you fill them up with i don't know grenades grenades or whatever <laughs> You bought a knife too, did? Or did you buy a knife? Somebody bought a yeah, knife. Yeah, I bought a knife. I bought and a then, knife. Um, and Mike bought a um, a camouflage hat. Yeah. Very so we were all. So, we were I mean, all. We were. We were locked and loaded and ready to go. If anything um, was going to mess with us, we were all tactical geared out. We were ready for a good old hunting. <laughs> did you guys bother actually like developing tactics? See, I, we don't, you know, <laughs> no. and it's really just about the gear. When you say, yeah. I'm getting tactical, you go down <laughs> to your local Walmart, you pick yourself up a little flashlight, five million lumens or whatever you can get, and then hatchets, ma- machetes, camouflage nice. hats, camouflage knives, camouflage boots, Walmart has all the tactical gear you could ever want to hunt any type of cryptid. They literally sell everything in camo. I love it. So, yeah. I bought those pink camo boots. Cuz I just Excellent. I think I think hot pink complements my eyes, so yeah, that's fair. What are you going to do? <laughs> I have to imagine it does. Yeah. <laughs> so, so after Walmart, you head into the swamps. We, yeah, I mean, we got we got all dressed up. We were ready to go, mm-hmm. um, and we decided to go out to the uh, Sherman Rails to Trails. Yeah, um, which is exactly what it is. It used to be an old railroad um, mm-hmm. that went through Sherman, and they've since abandoned the the railroad and created these walking trails. Mm-hmm. And the walking trail goes right through the swamp where the white monsters were sighted back in the 1960s by John Goodwill. And that was and, the goal um, of this adventure was to 
to try and spot one of these sure was white monsters, right? Okay. Yep. But not exactly what you ended up with. It's not. It's it's <laughs> it's weird because we when we when we got there, not too far into it, we heard something in the water, right? But it's so you're walking down the center through this swamp on this on this old um, railroad track that they again turned into a trail, um, and we just heard this sound. And then as we got closer, it sounded like like a million like it sounded like a fucking million like wings hitting the water all at once, and okay. like. We like stepped back and looked. It was a strange sound. It was a very strange sound. It sounded like just yeah. So we like stepped backwards to take a look, and I didn't see any birds like shoot up and kind of like fly away. So we just heard this weird. That's what you would think that you would see. Like right. it, it sounded like right. a million birds taking off at the same time. Yeah, and you would think that you would see them somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. It was just it was so strange. Yeah, it's we, a weird, we, weird noise. It was a very weird noise, and um, yeah, and 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 it was it was it was uh, like John, myself, Mike, uh, Katie, and then Matt Morse, uh, who is a, a friend of the podcast, and Katie is my fiance. Um, but we all we all heard it, and we just sat there. We probably sat there for like five minutes just listening to this like weird noise happen um like, and it got it was a noise that it like had it happened over like for an extended period of time it was just constant it was just like a constant wow. thing yeah um and there was nothing nothing was i could see like a very fluttery like wing noise i don't yeah. know how, how really to ex- describe it but it sounded like a constant like fluttering I don't know. It was it was really strange. It was it was yeah, that's really bizarre. strange. Um, and then and like no movement though either. Like, no, none. If there was something in the bushes there, like it would have ran seen away. It, yeah, or it would have. Yeah, you would have seen it. Like I mean, it's but also it so it's weird. it how loud it was. It made it sound like there was a lot of whatever was there, or maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was a very strange sound. And like two, like two people that really spends a lot of time out in the woods. Like, like you can pick stuff out. This was something abnormal. It sounded yeah. like it, it was like natural, but it was abnormal from what I usually hear in the woods. So it sounded like a lot of small things, not one big thing. Yeah, it was like a bunch. It was like it was. Yeah, it was like if thousands of birds just took off at once and were just like hitting the water. Yeah, like there. It just sounded like wings hitting the water. But like I looked over up into the into the swamp and in the in the sky, and I didn't see any birds like taking off from like fear or anything. It was just really weird. It was strange. Yeah, but we uh, we continued on into the swamp and. Um, uh you know we were we were just looking we were just kind of like we were we were doing some boots on the ground investigating and 
Um, yeah. And then we we stopped at one point uh, and just, you know, I think what happened was is like I was, I had my eye on this, uh, what looked like a, what looked like just a really bright star. Um, but it was, there were no other stars around it and it looked like it was just above the trees all the way across the swamp. The swamp is huge. Giant swamp. Yeah. Um, it was really low hanging. Too, it was it really, like. l- it was really low. Yeah. When and you pointed it out to me, when you pointed it out to me and I saw it for the first time, I, I, I was like that too. I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you hadn't pointed it out, I probably wouldn't have looked at it a second glance. You know, I mean, I probably would have just kept walking thinking it was right. a star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was convincing enough but for whatever reason, we were we were tuned into it. Mm-hmm. I just so, I, we kept our this, eye on it, right? But yeah, uh-huh. what what's up? Oh, I was gonna ask. So this is like a swamp. Is mm-hmm. this like we're in the middle of a swamp? Is this like heavy tree canopy above you? Um, are you in like parts. a clear area? We're right when at, at that moment we were in a clear area, but you walk through like heavy wooded area um okay this one was a little bit more open but um it kind of comes in and out of really thick wooded so um so yeah uh, i noticed that it starts to move right and i i did the whole thing where i was like oh well lights in the sky stars always kind of have that little thing to them where it kind of looks like they're moving um and so painting's eyes following you right right so then i like stopped and like and looked at it and noticed that it was moving everyone all all eyes just were like fixated on this thing um so it eventually drew everyone's attention oh yeah every everyone's everyone's uh and then it started going up real, real, real slow. Like, yep. Like Matt said, you almost were like, "Is that really moving, or mm-hmm. is it, or is it, or is this like my eyes playing tricks on me right now?" Yeah. And really, the only way you could tell starting out is that it was moving was kind of like locking on to a star behind it or next mm-hmm. to it, and then seeing the distance like kind of gain between it. Mm-hmm. And um, it it was just it went up very 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 slow and then it actually started to go a little bit faster as i think we were all like okay yeah it is moving it right. is moving right and as um, it as it got as it at got at that point um, as it got up though it started moving to the left and it was doing it almost like it was like like dancing right it was like this and like, then like a went, feather yeah and then it went and then yeah like a feather and then it came back went up real quick and then the light went out the light went out and then all of a sudden it popped up and the light was it was not solid it was flashing um, it's like a blinking light. Yeah. It was like a blinking light. It turned into a blinking light. Um, was it start- like rhythmic blinking? Like on we time? We couldn't really tell. Or was it? Well, we couldn't really tell at first. 
we yeah. could see that it was okay. blinking and kind of flashing, but yeah. it wasn't until it like started coming towards us and like go right over our heads yep. that we could actually see that they were blinking lights and they were doing sort of like a a pattern. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it came toward you. It flew yes. over you. One, one of them did. Yeah. Because there were yep. several in the sky. Yep. I think we saw okay. like two or three of them at the same time. Yep. So and when did the others appear? As soon as it went out. As soon as the first one went okay. out, we noticed that there were other ones blinking around it. Yep. Okay. And gotcha. so we kind of locked onto them. And then, like I said, that one flew right over our heads. And mm-hmm. it was like the trippiest thing because we could see like it was darker. The shape was darker than the sky behind it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, shit. Um, it was a perfect diamond shape. Yep. With four lights underneath of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the I think the the point of the diamond, the direction it was flying, was um, I think there were there were red lights on the front, and then mm-hmm. one it was either white or a very like bright green light on the back. Mm-hmm. Whoa! It was pretty high up in the air, but again, like making absolutely no noise, diamond shape with lights underneath of it. It was trippy. you could see the shape of the body was diamond yeah that's wild so you're not just like guessing at the shape based on where the lights were you actually saw the outline of whatever the lights were attached to that whatever that was was darker than the sky behind it that's heavy yeah that's intense so it was really cool we we watched this thing for a a long time right and then it kind of goes it kind of disappears it's out of out of eyesight and then what's strange is as we start moving another one pops another one pops up into at the exact same spot that the original one started this was and, the, the light though right yep yeah. at the this very is, end of the experience okay. yeah yeah so this light this light um uh we kind of watched and we we're like, oh shit, like another light. And then as soon as we pointed it out, the light went out and didn't pop back up. Okay. That's as, a lot, dude. As soon as we pointed it out, we said, we we're like, you know, like, hey, another light, guys, check this out. And then as soon as it did that, boom. Did everybody in the group see that final light? No, it was just John, Kate, and I. Okay. By the time we by the time we pointed it out, it it was totally gone. But everyone else saw the rest of the lights. Yeah. Um, but that one that one gave me like chills because then I was like, Yeah. Same. Okay. It, 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 is it aware that we are that yeah. we know it's there? It felt like it was reacting to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, the whole experience felt very interactive. Yep. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, it, 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 especially even that, even the main one that flew over our head, like the chance that it went directly above our head and was just, mm-hmm. was just like hanging around in our, hanging around in our atmosphere um, for that length of time when it could have just zonked out of there. Yeah. That's just wild to wild. me. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's a, 
that's a crazy experience. So that's I I do think I I uh, so we were kind of talking about you know because um, on the way back to the car we also saw some some more lights that were kind of like moving and um but the one there was one right before we got to the car everyone was looking at and it was a part of a constellation it just looked like a star yeah in like a constellation and but it started to move away from the constellation and kind of dance around a bit and then it went back into the constellation itself that's wild so yeah like active sky camouflage right so we 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 were all talking and and you know we were thinking like why what if a lot of these things are seen at night is because they can actively blend in with our sky yeah with the stars they they know that we think that it's a star up there yeah and i mean how we're not really looking that hard at the sky normally. No, like, no. I feel like the only reason why this happened at all was because we paid special attention to the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it could, it could be going on all the fucking time that we don't know. Yep. Absolutely. Do you think maybe the fact that you guys were out there with the intentions of having an experience, dude, I, I know, think in, about that influence the fact that yeah. you noticed it. Or that it noticed yeah. you. Yeah, I yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, and a funny thing about when we like first initially started out on the trail, Mike goes, he goes, nothing weird ever happens to me, and my life sucks because of it. <laughs> he, was, he was totally kidding. He was totally kidding. But I mean, it, just that, the fact that he said that, and then this happens, it was almost yeah, like, right. It's setting you know, up intentions. In yeah. I know that feeling. I, I had that feeling for years. <laughs> <laughs> Until you had all your weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's really good, yeah. Yeah, the um but it just it 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 felt like it was aware of of us and like Every night, every night I've been just kind of like walking around the yard and looking up in the sky and everything. Um, yeah. And Katie and I saw something similar to the light that we saw. We couldn't see the, the, the diamond shape formation, but like it was the same exact light doing the same exact thing, but it it lasted maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. when we saw it and so maybe I think you are right though when you know when you said that these things are happening all the time just no one notices these things you know yeah. it's it's kind of it's sometimes I get it it's like hard to look up when you know the world is on fire you know <laughs> these you know what I mean yeah. some it's it, it, there's I think people would have more experiences if they did just take the time to look up because um, life's chaos. 
yeah. and it's going to be chaos. And, and, and so I, I understand why people don't have these experiences, but I think if you just go out and look, you know, I think these things are out there. I, I, I think I, I, it just, I, I had never experienced anything like this. Like when it comes to yeah. the UFO or UAP topic, whatever, whatever, uh, it, it's, mm-hmm. I think, I think it all just, everyone just needs to look up more for sure. I, I totally get what you're saying though. It is hard to remember to look up when you're paying $1,300 a month for a one bedroom with a white refrigerator. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, the world's on fire, man. It's hard to like look up yeah. when you're concentrated on all the shit that's happening surviving. down here. <laughs> Just surviving. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always... Okay, so I tend to to take the tack with this stuff that, um, that these 14 experiences that people have are very personal, mm-hmm. right? That it's... it's Sort, I sort of think of it as like an interaction between the experiencer and the other, whatever the other is, the phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always fascinated by these group experiences where multiple people have identical experiences. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we just a while back talked about an exorcism case, and that was similar because um, you have this, like, room filled with people who all saw the same thing their accounts line up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i wonder like what what value that this specific experience will have maybe it hasn't yet really shown what the value will be for for each of you personally right but i wonder how those like those sort of intersect that would necessitate all of you having the same experience Mm -hmm. right I don't know. I'm I'm just always. That's why I like these like group experiences. Right, right, and 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 I think, you know, I mean, all of us, all of us saw the same exact thing. You know, we we got we got thanks to Kate, we got footage of this, and yeah. um, there's. And it's and you can see it. You can see it moving. It's like it's like we've got actual footage of some crazy ass fucking phenomenon. Yeah, I even took it. I took the footage into um, Premiere and tried to enhance it a little bit. Um, I couldn't see a ton. I mean, it's, of course, it was dark. And you know, have you ever tried to film the moon or like take a picture of the right. moon with your phone? It's like impossible. yeah, it's shitty. Um, yeah. But there, I did. I was able to get one shot of the three lights on the on the um, diamond, sort of like all lit up at the same time. It's kind of it's a little bit blurry, of course, but um, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I always struggle with the footage of these because there there are a lot of like um, there are a lot of things that happen just because the way the lens is the camera lens is built like flickering that isn't really there mm-hmm. like weird focus things that happen that you can't tell if that actually happened or if it was the camera moving in and out of focus and things like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's always frustrating mm-hmm. the footage yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's totally changed my life i 
I, I'm doing like stargazing every night whenever it's clear out and um, I don't know it just like it, it opened up this really I have a, a sense of wonder but it just opened this world up so much more um, yeah. it it's definitely life changing it's like life altering yeah. to like experience something like that and not like not in a like like I'm special kind of way but it's just like it opens up your universe yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean because like again you're so focused on here and now and your environment surrounding you that it's just like there's so much more out there it's fucking cool yeah. it's super yeah. cool yeah See, and that that sort of gets at what I really want to ask you guys about, which is, like, not only how did you feel in the moment, because I definitely want to know that, like, what were you experiencing internally while you're watching these things? Mm -hmm. But, like, how do you you feel now that you've had the experience and you just kind of got to that? But, like, what did it feel like in the moment when you're standing there? What, like, what was going through your, your mind and body? Actually, I mean, I feel like I was just kind of like in awe, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a, like an awe-inspiring kind of thing because, I mean, we went out there to have like an experience. And it, that wasn't the experience we wanted, but we got something else mm-hmm. that was weird, yeah. equally as weird in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like it was like, there, but there were these feelings of oh my god this is almost too good to be true like this is really strange yeah like I don't know I mean yeah so I mean there's a lot of things going on in your mind I think at the, at the time when you're looking at it yeah um, I was I was just I was I was feeling just complete like excitement happiness like I was fucking giddy I was so giddy yeah. like I was just like you know, I was just yeah, like, you know, awesome. like, and like, next fucking level. My brain was just like, whoa. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it was I, incredible. I was recently reading. Um, I forget what the the actual encounter was, but um, Ivan T. Sanderson had this mm. thing where he was talking to a an experiencer, and they described it as. She said, "Imagine standing in front of the Grand Canyon, but it looks back at you." like that sense of like awe and wonder you know Mm -hmm. when you when you see the grand canyon but it's alive and looking at you like Mm -hmm. it recognizes you as much as you recognize it yeah that's how that was really cool i think for me it's it started as awe, and then i saw when i when i saw the diamond though that was when it kind of hit me like oh my god this is actually like something that i've never experienced before this is really freaking cool this um, is a fucking yeah. ufo <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i mean i i have seen a ufo before this but this one was just like different in a, in some way and, and maybe it was because there was other people with me at the mm-hmm. time and yeah. we were all seeing the exact same thing um i don't know maybe it, so yeah that part was like very different and then did you feel like there like, was more of an interaction between you and what you were seeing this time than when you've seen things in the in the past uh well the the other one um i talked to, actually was on your podcast when i talked about this i saw the yeah. um well, it looked like a disco ball basically like a like a mirror yeah. ball 
and it it disappeared in front of my eyes. It was blinking, and then it disappeared in front of my eyes. Um, yeah, that one was that was really strange too, and also felt interactive, but it it, it I don't know. It was different. It felt different to me. I don't know how to explain it. it just, Maybe it's just the difference in feeling between like watching a movie by yourself and watching it in a theater full of people. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? How you have that yeah. like communal energy that's contributing yeah. to the experience. There, there right? was definitely a hype. There was definitely a hype around it. Um, mm-hmm. I know Mike at one point was like coming around hugging people. Yeah, he was legit hugging people. Yeah, he was hugging people. Then then he kind of got scared, though. I think after <laughs> he got paranoid, like, he was like, <laughs> like, he was like let's back. start moving towards the cars. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah that's probably a good idea. But yeah, and then so the diamond was like really cool and just like hyped everybody up. And then when that one light at the very end, like when we called attention to it and it just boom went out, went out. That one mm-hmm. felt like weird to me. Yeah, like, that one felt yeah. like super like uber aware and like all that right, one- I think it's probably it's probably time to go now. Yeah, that that one. That one gave me that, chills. Yeah, that. So that one, the the initial one, I was super giddy and like really, like just ecstatic and like next level. Yeah. Um, but the one we saw, the one we saw there, where when we pointed it out, it went out. That wasn't. It didn't feel as like fun or playful interactive sure it was like oh this thing's like hiding from us so that and was why one, is, like a, why a is little it, bit of fear creeped in yeah, yeah and why is it hiding from us so okay. you know so then so then i think we all made our way back and the whole time our eyes were just everyone was like scouring the sky for other things and like and um, you, did you say did you say that you saw more after that one that mm-hmm. went out? So okay. right before the car, there was the again there was the the one that it was like like whitish blue stars. Right, the con, it was like in the form of a constellation. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah. know which one. And mm-hmm. um, Mike pointed this one out where it started to like move away from the constellation and did a little bit of like dancing. It was like dancing and yeah, then it, it went back in. It was kind of doing like a yeah. dance it looked like. It yeah. Was kind of and and then it went back into the into the constellation. Yeah. And, and so, that, that's what led you to the theory that, you know, maybe they're hiding in the constellations. Yeah, maybe they're right? in our hiding. perception of the stars. Right. Right. Yeah. Um and so I think uh, I'm gonna. I'd like to go out more frequently too. Um, Have you been back? You haven't been back. Darn. Well, I live right down the road, and I, I haven't know. been back. <laughs> Bro, well, Kate, 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 and I, Kate and I are going Saturday, so okay, we'll be yeah. there Saturday night. It's and, um, and, and it's incredible because like the thing is, is like. I didn't think about recording. No one thought about recording, but uh, um, my fiance, who was a uh, a, um, she was a reporter, um, and she was she's been in like 
she's done reporting in like active war zones and so like when something happens she instantly starts recording at what yeah. with whatever she has so she like instantly just pulled out her phone and started recording and uh and that's so, a good instinct to have yeah yeah, yeah. i think um that i i really like that detail actually because i feel like that impulse to record gets overridden by the experience a lot to a lot I didn't of even people think about so it. didn't even think about it yeah i mean we would have been kicking ourselves the fact that she did that for so long mm-hmm. that it's like you know you sink to the level of your training mm-hmm. right so like the fact that she has that in her like base layer instincts yep. at this point that, yeah that's really cool Yep. So she, I mean, she, she, she recorded, she recorded a good hunk of it. And, um, yeah. And I was just so thankful because like, like on the video, I was like, I was like, honey, can you actually see anything on this? And then she's like, she's like, no, I have it in here. And I was like, baby, I can't see shit. What are you looking at right now? And then like, (laughs) she's like, I got it. Do you want the footage or not? Like, (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it was just it was it's i'll never never forget that i'll never ever forget that i don't expect to have anything like that happen again but like maybe if i start paying more attention yeah to what's going on above us i'll have more of those experiences john and i were talking about like going back again and maybe doing like something in the spring like spend a weekend out there or something that'd be awesome yeah actually camp out there yeah i mean i still want to see a sloth but me too i'm I'm sure for sloth that's like that's number one that's the top dog do you think this experience will inspire a moth boys ufo book God, yeah. I I would love to do I would love to do that. I would love to do um, you know, like investigative work. We can like go back there. And of course, I would want I would want this to be like the homies, everyone contributing yeah. like uh but yeah, I would say yes, like UFOs over Chautauqua. Yeah. There you go. And similarly, John, are we going to start seeing more uh, UFOs in your art? Dude, I've, mm. I've been like kind of experimenting with it, and I have not mastered it yet. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to. I don't know. Something about it just does not evoke the feeling that you get in the moment. So I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, I I'm not the the best like technical drawer, and I feel like if I'm drawing like stuff like. You know perfect diamonds and you know lights sure. and stuff like that is more geometric know, it's, it's stuff way more different yeah see i'm i'm not as adept at that as i am with like the creatures and stuff so i don't know i feel like i'm, the, I'm gonna keep playing with it as an admirer of your work <clears throat> i think the the real strength you have as an artist is your storytelling one painting of yours tells a story that might take you know someone else 10 panels in a comic book to tell, you know, does that make sense? Like, yes. And I know we've talked about before that, like the storytelling in your art is really important to you. So I definitely get like, it might take you a while to be able to tell that story of, you know, that feeling through the Mm -hmm. art, but I would love to see that from you. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. 
Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Dude, you guys, this story is insane. Yeah. I it's uh, it's pretty wild. It's right? blowing my mind. It's yeah. What I what I really love about it though is we were we were there in Sherman to spread the word about weird stuff. We spent the entire day at the event talking to people about the weird stuff they've seen around Sherman. And mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff actually kind of like is pretty close to the swamp that we were in. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we go out there with the intent to see something weird and we do. So, I mean, it yeah. was just, it all just felt like a present for us actually. Yeah. And that's it's, what it felt yeah. like to me. I don't know about yeah. you, Matt, but that's how it felt to me. Like it was for us that time. Yeah. No, I think so yeah. too. And, 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 and how, how, uh, personal and and almost and almost interactive it was yeah i thought it was definitely that 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 moment was meant for us um for sure that's a very special feeling i can see why that would like change you right because it's like the universe directly rewarding your intentions right yep right and that doesn't that doesn't happen and i think our good work as well You know, yeah. the Moth Boys putting this book together and you know, basically getting this this weird story out uh, that, you know, the this book might not have ever happened if they never got in touch with John Goodwill. You know, he may have died with this story like it mm-hmm. would have gone to his grave. Nobody would have known about it. So, I mean, I think I think there was a, it was a reward of some sort. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that perspective on it. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate a positive perspective on these experiences. And I think I love the idea of imagining you guys out in the swamp, just like giddy running around, like <laughs> hugging each other. And like, this is so fucking rad. Like, yeah, yeah I, I love that. Instead of, you know, I think a lot of people and we've all studied cases from throughout the years. A lot of people react with like fear and negativity and I think that has a big influence on what happens next. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's really cool that you guys had the perspective to to interact with it positively, right? And I think it gives it a better chance of affecting you positively. Right. And and since it was so personal, right? The way that you act towards it is going to be how the experience turns out for sure. I I, yeah. I, I I agree with that. Um, yeah. If we were fearful and just fucking booked it, it would have been a different experience. But I, I, you know, when it was again just next level, and the final outcome of it, all of it was fantastic. The wet that one part did make me nervous when we did point it out and it went out like that made yeah. me. I was like, ah. I was so happy to see it and like thrilled, but I was like, oh, it's gone now. Yeah. All right, let's let's skedoodle. <laughs> let's get at. It did feel like the end of that experience. It was like yeah, was I think saying, it was just okay. like a closing. Yeah, we got you saw it. Now you got to get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. showed you mine. You showed me yours. Let's just we're we're done now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there would be something unsettling about like anything that feels like a confirmation that you're noticing each other. Yeah, that it's a two way street. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 
That's especially when you have all that knowledge of past experiences and things that people have had. It, I feel like it would be very easy to get a little nervous it's, in that it's, situation. It's weird because you would think that, like, I feel like Hollywood has, like, turned this whole subject into, like, a horror thing, right? Yeah. Like, yep. experiencing and aliens and whatever is yeah. also terrifying. Um, and you think because we watch a lot of horror movies that it would be like, no way I'm fucking out of here, but it was just... right. I can't recreate that. Yeah, I can't recreate that feeling. So honestly that horror the idea of it as a as something scary I think is made even worse by the government's response mm-hmm. to you know this idea that like we're paying attention to it now because we think it might be a threat to national security, right? right. Like when that's I the heard whole that I was like behind it. I was like there you are government there you yep, are. Yep, exactly. When yeah, I was like, there when, you are. When I was like hearing about all the like cool shit, I was like, oh, they're going to be talking about it. I watched it. It's, it's only a couple hours or whatever. Yeah. And when they said that, I was like, hours. oh, there you are. You showed yourself <laughs> just a little bit. I yeah. saw that. You said it was a, a risk to national security. There's the fear mongering right there. Yep. yep. There's the like jockeying for more military budget mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, they they definitely showed their cards there. Yeah. But yeah, I I I'm glad as your friend, I'm really glad that it was a positive experience for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's the thing is is like I've seen a UFO before, but this one was really far away, not non-interactive at all. And it was on the set of a movie, so everyone was just kind of running around. Um, but this this is just, yeah. Now, um, that older experience, Yeah. do you feel like um, that was the sort of UFO experience that feels like a UFO experience, but when you look at it from an outside perspective, it could have been a whole host of things? Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. It could have been. It could have been a lot of things. Like, yeah. The 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 way it moved was strange, but doesn't mean it was. You know, it was just it was unidentified at the moment. But yeah, it could have been a. It could have been a host of things. Could have been a bunch of stuff. This. Yeah. Nothing. I couldn't. (laughs) Nothing. 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 I can't think of anything. I mean, do they fly stealth aircraft over small towns in upstate New York very often? See, that's that's what I was saying too. Well, like, we're in if Western it, if it New was York. a drone of some sort, like why was it even there? Like, what are they looking at over there? Like, and drones are it's a swamp. swamp. Right? It's a swamp. That's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a far, there's farms around. There's woods. There's you know that's a swamp. It. You know that's it. <clears throat> and you made a good point, Matt. Drones are loud. Yeah. You. I mean, you can hear a drone from three or four blocks away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This went right above us and not even not a peep, not a sound. Now I, I'm really awful with like distances, but this felt yeah. like it was very far up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Do you think it was pretty far yeah, up? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty far up. Um, but it 
you could still make out the the shape pretty distinctly oh, yeah. against the sky. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking it was probably bigger than what we would think it was. I don't know yeah, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Further away and bigger rather than closer and smaller. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And totally okay. silent. Nobody heard yeah. anything. Even 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 with airplanes, because it was a quiet night, all you could hear were like frogs in the pond and stuff. Yeah. Right? Even mm-hmm. planes that are far away on really quiet nights, you can kind of slowly you can kind of quietly hear them pass by but like oh yeah yeah nothing it was just it, it was just it was incredible uh i'm i'm going to always search for that feeling that i had that night i know i will <laughs> i know i know i will Maybe i might not i may i might not find it um again but and most likely I won't find it because that was the initial like boom yeah and I was surrounded by a bunch of people that I, I love and we all experienced something most people never get to yeah right. most of us just read about mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's that yeah amazing I'm so glad you guys came on to tell this story yeah I'm, I'm so glad um, thanks for inviting <clears throat> us on we we haven't had a chance to really tell it together, so hopefully yeah. we, we didn't you know stammer too much about it. But like, no, you guys were great cool to to get together and kind of rehash what went through our minds and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I okay. So before we go, plug your shit. What do you guys? Where to find you? Where to follow you? And anything cool you have coming up that you'd like people to check out? So, Jonathan, you want to go first or me? Doesn't matter. Let's. I'll do me, then you do you, and then we'll do the book. Okay. Then we'll just we'll do we'll do each other. We'll do the book. We'll do we'll each do. other. Okay. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. All right. Uh, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Dodd draws on Instagram and Jonathan Dodd draws You can check out my artwork. Nice. Any festivals you're going to be at in the near future? Uh, I'm going to be at Cryptid Con in November. Is that in like Lexington? Crypticon's in Lexington, yeah. isn't it? That's, yeah. yeah, Lexington, Kentucky. Yep. Um, and I'm blanking on the date right now, but it's usually around the 19th yeah. of November. Yeah, I think that's right. 19th. Yeah. Matt, cool. how about you? So, um, you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. So, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that malarkey. We're not on YouTube. Um, but you can find us at Moth Voice Podcast at uh, Instagram and Facebook. And the next thing we'll be at is the we'll be vending Mothman Festival in September. Nice. I think it's September seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. But I might be lying. Yep. No, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's I hear about not the book. Know any dates? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm awful. I'm awful. Numbers are hard. Yeah, numbers are really... Numbers are very hard. (laughs) Um, So the book, find it on Amazon, or you can find it whenever we are vending an event. We will have a copy to buy. Um, And you can find it in a plethora of other stores. I can't... The the Logan um, in Indiana and the Asheville General Store 
Uh, th there's a bunch of them, but yeah, if you want it, go to Amazon, snatch it from Amazon, and uh, enjoy. Let us know what you think. Leave a review. Also, if you're in the Chautauqua County area, if you uh, have a library card, go check it out. Yep, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much for this. I'm I'm psyched. This was really yeah, good. Thank you. Thank thanks for having us, homie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials. At campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.